Well, Christmas has arrived very quickly after the fourth Sunday of Advent, hasn't it? So I want to wish you a happy and a holy Christmas in whatever you do. And I will be praying for all of you who listen to me, who are listening to this podcast and all those who listen regularly. I promise to pray for you all at the Masses I offer on Christmas Day. Some of you may be aware of a Christmas carol set to the uh, tune of Greensleeves, which is called What Child Is This? That's not a pointless question, you know. What child is this whose birthday we celebrate? Who has been born unto us? Whose figure is laid there in the manger? Jesus Christ, you say, of course. But then who is this person who has brought us to the church today and will bring us to celebrate in so many wonderful and different ways throughout the day and the coming octave of Christmas? This child must surely be important, otherwise we wouldn't be at the church. We wouldn't be doing those things that we do. But he's also not simply any important person. For example, we do not celebrate the king's birthday with such fanfare, and certainly not with an octave. Today is a religious holiday, of course, and a religious holy day, and it's not a civil day, even though it happens to be a civil public holiday. And that's appropriate because the child in the manger is a religious figure. But he's also not simply any religious figure or prophet. We don't celebrate the prophet Isaiah's birthday. We are here to celebrate, or we are in church to celebrate, the birth of the Son of God from a woman named Mary into the house of David. But then what does it mean to call this child the Son of God? Since do we not say that we are all sons and daughters of God? Instead, when we say this child given to us is the Son of God, we mean something different. Our sonship or our daughterhood is patterned upon this Son of God. But even in Holy Scripture, the title Son of God has a few meanings. It could mean someone who was obedient to God and worshipped him, as we hear in the book of Genesis, or was metaphorically adopted by God, as was said of the good kings of Israel. And it is true that Jesus was obedient to his heavenly Father and is the King, but he's not adopted, nor did he become son by his actions. Jesus is called the Son of God as an infant before he could do good, so as to merit the title. Now who is this child? Sorry, no, who this child is makes him the Son of God. But there is another set of beings whom Scripture also calls the sons of God, the angels. They are called sons because of who they are, not what they do or by adoption, but because they have a certain affinity to God, and so the term son is analogously applied to them. But no, this child, this infant in the manger, is not a son like the angels, as we will hear in the reading from the letter to the Hebrews on Christmas Day, this Jesus is greater than the angels. He participates in divinity itself. 
for there is one even greater here today than even the angels, all the angels. The answer of who was laid into the manger, who was born of the Blessed Virgin Mary, is given to us in our stupendous Gospel of St. John. This Son of God is the divine second person of the Blessed Trinity, this ever-existing Word of God, who eternally dwelt with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. God in his entire infinite perfection took on our humanity. This is who is who is born unto us today. The Son of God came to us and took upon our flesh not simply the appearance of our humanity, but our actual humanity. He came to dwell and be with us. Jesus came to make God the Father known, for God the Father is unknowable except through the Son. We can often think that we can directly know God, but so often instead we project who we want God to be upon our notion of God. Like all persons, God reveals himself to us so that we may come to know God as he is. And God the Father does this through his Son. The Son first did so through the act of creation, which reveals the very existence of God and his goodness and love, since he did not have to create the universe. The Son then definitively did so in becoming human, This child, today, like a brilliant light shining in the darkness of our ignorance, radiantly manifests God's glory and presence among us. This child makes God knowable to all of creation. Christ's humanity is the unique and singular place of revelation and encounter with God. It is only through Christ that we come to know the truth of God, and it is only through him that we come to know who God is. There is no other source, for this is the way which God the Father has chosen to make himself knowable and known to the world. This is who the child is that we come to in the church. This is why We go to Mass this day. This is the cause of our joy. God, who existed before all time, who is clothed in darkness and transcends all human understanding, whom we knew only in figures and shadows, has let his brilliant light shine forth this day. He who has loved us from all eternity has come among us as an infant illuminating our minds with God's presence so that we might in turn know him and ultimately love him. Today let us rejoice and be glad for God has made himself known to us. Give thanks to the Lord for his loving vulnerability before his creation. Proclaim to the nations that no longer must they seek God in other places for he has come to us. Rest and gaze in loving wonder upon God who is among us, for today 
the Son of God, has been born unto us. May God bless you and your families. A happy and a holy and a peaceful Christmas to you all.